Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, indeed. If you are having issues with your car, truck, or van and need to take it into your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, and you thought, let's find out maybe what's going on. You can do that by sending a text or calling Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive uh, in St. Paul today. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Are uh, you getting ready for the St. Patrick's Day parade today in St. Paul? <laughs> I'm not much of a parade, You're not a parade, parade sort of guy, especially right. when it's 30 degrees outside. It's going to be a nice day. Yeah, well, it's a nice day, a nice sunny day, but yeah. not, not, not for me. Not for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I bet there's a few folks going to oh, be Oh, it's going to be packed. It's, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a, I should be into it. I'm, I'm kind of kind of a fuddy dud for not being into it, but it's a grand <laughs> event, that's for sure. It is. It's, uh, it's impressive. Oh, be careful out there. We, uh, You and I were talking, Dan. By the way, uh, the phone number, we've cleared the lines, and if you want to send Dan a text, some folks have already done that. Any kind of a car care question, call it in at 651-989-9226 or send Dan a text, 81807. Again, 81807. Folks, in fact, I even mentioned it earlier today, I, I, there was a person I know that uh, hit a pothole. It wasn't me, but it ruined the tire. Are you hearing stories uh, at Lloyd's about that? They're lined up. Are they really? <laughs> so it's a big issue like well, it's been in the news lately. You know, actually, you're lucky if all you do is ruin the tire when you hit a pothole or, you know, if, if there's damage. Uh, the bigger concern is that you do suspension damage, that, that you can wreck something on the suspension, or that the wheel itself that uh, gets bent and uh, ruined. And uh, we've seen lots of that this week. What what so. are the symptoms of uh, if if you did hit a pothole and you're not quite sure the tire is still inflated looks okay but you're driving along is there a shimmy is there yeah what? well that's uh, that's the that's the deal is if you hit a pothole and all this and afterwards immediately afterwards you're saying something's different then get it in and you've had then you then you've had trouble. Uh, and the symptoms that you'll experience is if the steering wheel is no longer straight, if uh, if the twelve o'clock position on the steering wheel is not at twelve o'clock anymore, mm. then you've <clears throat> done something to affect the alignment. Uh, if after hitting a pothole you get on the highway and all of a sudden you notice now there's a shimmy as you're driving down the high, a smooth highway, which is challenging to find right now, but there are <laughs> some true. some smooth highways. Uh, but if you're driving down the highway and you feel a shimmy, then there, then there's been damage either to the wheel or the tire. Uh, the tire can get a bulge in it uh-huh. uh, that, you know, on the inside that you wouldn't be able to see that would cause a shimmy. Uh, but uh, but basically, if you hit a pothole and something changes, then uh, then you've got trouble. As far as the suspension, what elements of the suspension have you seen over the years that can be damaged? Well, any of the suspension, any, the, of yeah, the the uh, anything can get bent uh, with an with a sudden impact like that. And boy, boy, some of the potholes are a foot deep, craters. And, yeah, they're craters, and that's yeah. a, that's a big problem, uh, seriously. 
And so the best thing I would suggest is if you uh, are coming to a pothole, you see it, you recognize it, it's up there, you, and uh, you're not fam- you're not familiar with it, then what you need to do is slow down if you can, avoid it if you can. Uh, but, you know, on the highway, that's, that's a challenge. You can't... Uh, Weave quickly into another lane That's right. and and cause a pileup uh, due to a pothole. So uh, be careful of that. So that I think the the best advice is be attentive. If you see a pothole, try and slow down to reduce the impact uh, on your car. But uh, at the end of the day, if there's nowhere you can go, nothing you can do, then. You're going to hit it, and and it's a bummer, but that's that's the way it is. I guess my point is, be safe first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another issue, Dan. I wondered if you, you and your guys have seen that at Lloyd's, uh, the the standing water on uh, streets and some highways. Yeah, well, that's true too, and we've we've talked many times. But let me go back to just one more sure. thing on the potholes, and if you hit a a pothole and you blow out your tire, what should you do? And for sure, for sure, if you're on the highway and you hit a pothole, drive to safety. Do not stop in a immediately in a dangerous spot. Get off the highway uh, and drive on the flat. It's just fine. You, you've already ruined the tire. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And you won't hurt the rim by driving a short distance. So drive a short distance, get safely off the highway, and call for a tow truck. Uh, going back a little bit uh, still on the, because you've talked about this before, as far as the wheel, the rim itself, uh, is damaged, but some cases, maybe many cases, that can be repaired. It can be. Usually, Usually more often be. than not, oh, we good. can repair it, which is good news because that expensive. Those, those wheels can be a thousand dollars a piece to replace. Uh, it, you know, it's a couple, um, two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars to have a um, a wheel reconditioned or resurfaced or uh-huh. repaired. You know, put made round again yeah. so that we can properly balance it. Wow. Yeah. Be careful out there. But yeah. the water issue is a whole other thing. Well, don't, don't drive through deep puddles. It's just, you know, the, on so many cars, like yours, Denny, the 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 way the front end, end of the vehicle, the, for many of them, the way they're shaped, the air for the engine comes in low. Low, yeah. Uh, down yeah. by the bumper. And uh, if you drive through a puddle that is bumper deep, there's a chance that – because the you know the engine is a vacuum cleaner, it sucks air in. Uh, there's a chance that you're going to suck that water up into the engine, and if you get enough water in the engine, the uh, engine will actually hydrolock. In other words, the piston tries to come up to compress the air, but instead of air, it's full of water, Ooh. and it won't compress. Uh, it, it so it hits that water and. Uh, continues to push and bends something. It'll bend a connecting rod or wreck the engine. So uh, do not fill your engine with water. That does not work. And (laughs) before we break in, another double whammy is if you see a big puddle of water, you don't know if there's a crater underneath. Right, and there's a good chance there is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dan, hang on. We're going to be grabbing some calls and some text messages when we come back. Keep in mind, if you have a car care question, Dan will be here till just about 745. So don't wait. Call us, text us, and we'll help you out. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue, which is located exactly where in Grand? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give a call this morning. Nick will be there this morning, actually, to help you. He'll be at 651 228 
1-800-273-8816. Very good. And you're open today until uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. We're open until noon. noon. That's right, yeah. (laughs) So we can go right to the uh, the parade. There was a day. Oh, yes. uh, The the party would have started uh, just before 12 at Lloyd's Automotive, and then we'd have gone down to the parade. That would have been fun. I vaguely remember those I'm too old for that anymore. (laughs) With you. Uh, Let's grab a phone call here. Uh, Bill is online uh, with uh, with a question for you. Go ahead, Bill. What's your question for Dan? Hi, Danny, Dan. Hey, Dan, about three weeks ago, I called uh, with a question on my F-150. The uh, brake lights were staying on all night and ran the battery down, and you suggested replacing the brake lights, brake light switch, which I did. That did not take care of the problem, so I took it into the dealership. They found a short in the brake light wire going to the topper, which I don't have, they replaced that. Now I'm getting an error. It says um, it says uh, wiring fault in trailer. I don't have a trailer. What could that be? Another short? Yes, that's exactly what it is. You know that that's common where where the on a pickup truck where things uh, transition from the body of the truck to the uh, bed of the tr- the bed of the truck, or from the from the cab to the bed, <clears throat> and uh, you know many of the trucks are are set up differently. Uh, oftentimes, the main wiring harness is the same, and uh, you while you don't have a trailer uh, package on your vehicle, the wiring is there for it. So they're on the right track, and uh, that's actually. Could could have been a tricky thing for them to find, and I'm glad that they were able to yeah. find that for you. But at any rate, uh, yes, you've got a tr- you've got problems in that wiring harness going back to the uh, bed of the truck. And the good news is that it's uh, usually uh, quite accessible. In other words, they can kind of just start at the at the body and and go back, and they'll find where the trouble is. But if you take it back, it sounds like those guys you were working with did a good job for you. I would take it back there. And ask, tell them that, and and uh, they'll know right where to look. It's right back by where the trailer hitch would be, or where the uh, wiring for the trailer would be, and uh, they're going to find that uh, you know that those wires have gotten moisture. What's gonna, they're going to find is that the harness has gotten moisture in it, and it's uh, and it's uh, full of wet and corrosion, mm. and uh, the coating on the wire has has rotted off, so that and now the wires are touching. So, yes, that's exactly what you'll find. And like I say, if you go back to where you had the other work done, they'll know right where to look. Sure. Good luck, Bill. Line is open, 651-989-9226. Text in the meantime, 81807. A text came in uh, the first uh, uh, this morning about uh, rotating tires. What What's the formula? How do you do that? Which which goes where? <laughs> well, on well, like on your car, Denny, we can't rotate tires because two the different fr- sizes. The front and rears are uh, two different sizes, and there's a whole bunch of different thoughts on that. We just rotate front to rear, uh, just so that because uh, you know the front tires on most vehicles are all-wheel drive, and the front uh, vehicles or the front tires seem to wear faster. Uh-huh. So. Um, you know, that's what we watch for is when the front ones start to get a little thinner than the rears, then we'll rotate them uh, back to the rear and, uh, and that'll make the difference. And how often do you do it? Um, it's, it's on your maintenance schedule. Pretty much they have you doing it every oil change now. Oh, yeah. Rotating the tires. 
uh, to keep them wearing evenly. And I think it's a good investment because it does make the tires last a lot longer. So, so you say the front to back, but do you switch sides then as we well? We do not. We you do don't. Not. We, just, we generally equal. go front to rear. Okay. Yeah. Especially right. if they're wearing smooth e- equal. across. Yeah across the tire, then no, we do not change direction of the tire. Gotcha. And like I say, there's different thoughts on that and nobody's wrong. <laughs> it's all just fine. But uh, we've just found that moving them front to rear works best. Works, works okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to New Ulm, Minnesota. I believe Alan is on the line. Alan, what's your question for Dan? I have a 2005 Subaru Outback and uh, the check engine light went on. And the uh, cruise control uh, light went on, and, and the cruise control doesn't seem to be uh, uh, working. Um, and the car runs fine. Uh, I park it in an underground garage where it's kind of humid, and, of course, it's humid outside. And I was just wondering if it's just a matter of uh, high humidity temporarily. Well, it could be. The check engine light is for real, and... There's a pretty good chance that that's why your cruise control isn't working. That uh, that that uh, the cruise or that the uh, check engine light has disabled the cruise control. That that's certainly a possibility. You'll see a lot on a lot of cars if the check engine light comes on, the uh, anti-lock brake system gets disabled, and that's the thing. So, but at any rate, uh, um, if you take it in and have that check engine light inspected and find out what that's about uh, in that process, ask them to clear the codes. I think you'll find that your cruise control comes back. But uh, the check engine light, the information will be stored into, in there, what that's about, and, uh, and it will uh, then give you some sort of idea of what has to be done to repair it. To answer your question exactly, yes, the humidity in your parking area certainly could have an effect on the car. And if the car is running fine and if the check engine light is not blinking, that check engine light can be on for hundreds of reasons. So uh, if you don't want to worry about it right today and if you want to wait for the weather to clear up and things to warm up and if you want to give it uh, a few days or a few weeks to see if it goes out on its own, that would be just fine. So okay. take, a, take a conservative approach to it. It might pay off. If not, you'll have to take it in and get a little help with it. All right. Very good. Thank you, Alan. Good luck with that. Uh, Dan, uh, we're going to take a bit of a break here. Dan is going to be with us for about another 14, 15 minutes or so. Call in your car care question or uh, send a text. Text number, by the way, 81807. We'll pick up on more text messages when we come back. Welcome back to our car care show here on CCO. Danny, along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll let you know how to get in touch with uh, those guys there. Uh, in a moment or two. Dan will be with us for about another eight or nine minutes or so. Oh, Dan, we do have callers in Texas. Let's see if we can do kind of a lightning round here. Uh, Wayne in Rockford is uh, first up here. Uh, Wayne, what is your question, please? Uh, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I have a 1976 Ford F-250 uh, pickup, which I've had for 31 years, and uh, uh, primarily actually just driven seven months out of the year, so I keep it stored in the winter. Um, I put a new radiator on two years ago, a new uh, uh, American-made radiator. And anyway, I noticed that it does, I do lose some water um, in the summers. I, I have to put some in it periodically. And I was just wondering, is it a cracked head or block or what do you think? 
Well, it could, it could be any of that, and uh, good news is it's pretty easy to diagnose. What we would do or what your shop will do is, is uh, there's a machine that we can attach to the radiator that can actually pressurize the system. And first thing that we will do is look for a sign of, of leaking anywhere on the engine block or heater core or anything like that. See if, see if anywhere it's, it's leaking, and, but just leaking slowly. Um, you know, in other words, it, it uh, evaporates right away before it hits the ground, which could be. Um, if we don't see any sort of external leak, then we'll get involved in the inside of the engine with regards to the head gasket and things like that. And, uh, and it certainly could be going in there and the, and the engine is just burning it out. Um, but uh, but you'll, you'll have to get some help on that. The, the process of checking for a head gasket is, you know, you'll, you need some tools and equipment for that. Uh, one of the things, for example, what we'll do is remove the, the spark plugs and look inside the these eight cylinders and see if one of them looks steam cleaned. You know, if it's if it's much cleaner than the rest, then we know something's gotten in there and and is cleaning it, and and that'll answer our our oh. suspicion. But there's other tricks, other tools, and tests that we can do to uh, see if coolant is getting into the uh, into the combustion chamber. All right, good news for Wayne. Yeah. All right, let's see who's next. Joe is calling from Ellsworth, I believe. Uh, Joe, you're on CCO. Actually, it's Phil. Okay, Phil. And <laughs> I have a 2008 Camry, and when I go about 30 miles an hour, it'll upshift and downshift and upshift and downshift. When you're going at what, at what speed? I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. About 30 miles an hour. So it's shifting between overdrive and not. Um, right. Yeah, and I and I don't know why it's doing that. Your your check engine light is not on. I assume, or you would have told me that. No, it works fine otherwise. Yeah. So um, there's a whole bunch of things that will cause the uh, it to it to drop it to drop out of overdrive. One is is that you know the load, how much load you have on the engine, power steering, air conditioning. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that will cause that. And if you take it into the shop, they'll uh, want to take it out on a test drive. Watch, they'll, we'll hook up our scan tool to it, and we'll watch all of those things that would have an effect on shifting it out of overdrive and why it's happening so frequently. Uh, but it's probably getting a false reading, a false sense on something that, uh, that is causing it not to stay in that. But Usually that's a pretty easy check, and I think if you bring it in, you'll get some some good help on that, and and they'll be able to figure out what that is. But it should not do that right at cruise speed like that. It should stay in a gear. So uh, I think if you bring it in, you'll you'll get some good help on that. Then we have a handful of minutes to go. Let's see if we grab some text messages again. Uh, here's a 2003 Honda Pilot, 140,000 miles on it. Texter is planning a 2,600 mile each way trip out west. Question is, when do I need to be concerned about the replacement of original cooling heating system hoses? Well, we don't do them very often. No, really. <laughs> Usually they're related to another repair. If we're, you know, if we're doing another repair and we disturb the hoses, uh, you know, then, uh, we would, then we would change them at that time. But not very often do we change hoses for a maintenance thing unless... Uh, when the vehicle is under pressure, it, you see a bulge or something like that. So they hold up pretty well. 
And uh, just a tip, one of, you know, if you do have hose trouble, it's always at the top of the engine. It's it's because you know they're much hotter up there than they okay. are on the on the lower one, so that's harder on the hoses. Sure. So if you're interested in changing the you know the hoses, change the hot change the top ones uh, before your trip. But generally, I would think it would be just fine. Be okay. I probably wouldn't worry about it. All right. Good luck. Be safe. Two th- uh, thousand three GMC Yukon. When driving, I will go into limp mode. Then when I pull over, shut it off for a minute and restart it, it'll be fine for a while. Yeah. Um, if you bring it in, we can find out why it's going into that limp mode. There's there's a code that's being stored when that's happening. And uh, by limp mode, what they mean is it goes into, uh, you know, a reduced power mode anywhere. It just, uh, you know, it has very little power. It hmm. What it's designed for is to safely get you uh, somewhere for repair. But... When you uh, shut the vehicle off and restart it, of course you're rebooting. Rebooting, the com- yeah, yeah, you're rebooting the computers, and and that's why it's it's coming back fine. But but if you want to take it in and get that, when it happens again, uh, take it in and and have the computer scan. They'll get a code out of it and find out what's going on and why that's happening. Another one here. Do we have time? Yes, we do. 2011 F-150, dual heat control. Only have heat on the driver's side, regardless of the temperature setting on the passenger side. What do you think is the problem, and is it something I can fix myself or need to take to a shop? You're probably going to need to take it to a shop because there's, it's, of course, computer-controlled, and we'll have to see what's going on. It could be the controller that's causing the problem, you know, the computer part of it, or it certainly could be the, the blend doors. You know, inside the heater box are doors that cause that to happen, and... We need to see if the controller's working properly, if the motors that move the doors are working properly, or uh, are the doors broken inside and not working like they're supposed to. So that's probably a little bigger thing than you want to take on. Kind of related, another texter says, uh, good morning, we have an O2 Envoy that the fan will not always work. You can hear it attempt to start. Is this repair easy to do? Well, it may be. <clears throat> could be the motor itself. It could be a connection. Certainly, we, uh, you know, a fan draws a lot of amperage, which uh, means it qu- it requires a lot of power, and because of that, uh, connections are vulnerable. And so, uh, with with a with a blower fan, we find bad connections quite frequently at the at the switch uh, behind the dash or at the blower motor itself. So uh, that's where I would start looking if you want to look. Let's do one more here before we let you go. Uh, Dan, can someone easily change the rear wiper motor in a vehicle? It's an 07 Odyssey that needs that part replaced. Well, I can easily change that, but <laughs> I'm that's not fun. sure you can. It's uh, it's a little tricky. You, of course, have to get all of that plastic trim off the, uh, off the hatch. And uh, if you're comfortable with that, do it when the weather's warm because that plastic will all crack. But... You know, I have special tools for sure. prying all of those little plastic knobs off. And if you don't have those, it uh, it can be a little bit difficult. And you have to be careful not to crack the plastic in the process. Good point. So once you get all the plastic off, though, usually it's very accessible and uh, you could do it. All right. Now, if you want to visit Dan or Nick or whoever is uh, at Lloyd's when you come over, how do we do that? Where are you located and what's the number? And well, all we are at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. We're on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, which you should visit, by the way, because it gives you a good picture of what Lloyd's looks like. Yeah, uh, good point. Or, or give us a call, 651 228 
1-800-273-1016. Have a good week, Dan, Thank and you. we'll see you one week from today. Sounds good. All right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.